What's up, guys? I'm here. Yeah, so if you hear stuff going on in the background, I'm actually walking, headed to the bookstore, the used bookstore that I used to go to frequently when I was searching for any and all information that I could find just about what was going on with me spiritually. Um, So I want my book to be available there as well. So yeah, I'm gonna just like trade it for like whatever store credit they give me. It's not really about the money. It's just, so it'll be there. So somebody can find it. That's something that I'm feeling guided to do just to set the intention. So yeah, today I am feeling led to speak on a very controversial topic Um, just because I know it's something that has the potential to get a lot of pushback. I feel it's my responsibility to channel whatever information uh, comes through about this topic. It's something that It's highly triggering for me, and I'll explain why. Um, But I can't ignore what spirit tells me. I can't ignore it, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about this topic, which is mental health. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mental health. So... I understand the I understand the caution with this topic. I understand it completely. And it's something that at the end of the day, like I said, it might get a lot of pushback. It's a tender topic for a lot of people as well as myself. Um But yeah, I can't ignore this. I can't ignore this. Mental health is something that I feel has been widely manipulated in society. When I say manipulated, I'm using that word simply because it's... It's just something that kind of just, it infuriates me, really, when you really think about it. And if you're willing to go down this rabbit hole with me, then you'll understand why I feel this way. Which, if we want to just chalk it up to an opinion of mine, then that is it. You know, whatever. I don't care. But do with it what you will. You can see I'm like skating around this because I know it's like... It's highly controversial. A lot of people are not going to agree with me. A lot of people are going to get angry. Some people might actually want to, like, discredit me or whatever just because this is how I feel about this topic. But it is what it is. I'm somebody who really believes in the inner power of all people, you know? I'm not into victimizing myself, so I'm not going to look at anyone else as a victim either. I know that we all are a physical manifestation of the universal 
God energy, you know, that flows through all things. We are all that, you know. One topic that I, uh, well, it's a quote or whatever that I wrote when I said, it was a question, really. It said, what if we're all just God's way? Basically, we're all like God's way of seeing the world through the point of view of each person. So, like, for example, if someone is homeless, right, and who lives on the street, whether it's by choice or, or you know, under circumstances, they could be a completely sane person who just are falling on hard times. And during one of the cycles in their life, or one of the ways that they have to pay back karmic debt, there they have to experience a bout of homelessness, you know? Um, or someone who's very rich, who literally are so rich that they don't even think about money, you know? They just move through the world and do what they do, you know? Or somebody who is a mother, somebody who's a father, somebody who's a single mother, somebody who's a single father, somebody who's a child who has both parents, one parent, no parent. Like all of these things are God's way of seeing the world, seeing itself through the point of view of all of these different people. You know, I feel like any theory that's beautiful is the closest to the truth. And that applies when I talk about mental health as well, because my point of view of this is, you know, I really feel like society has manipulated people, highly spiritual people, highly spiritual children. You know, when you really think about it, we know that society manipulates us in so many ways just to keep the engine going, just to keep the machine moving, you know. There are things that exist now that never existed in an indigenous, you know, from an indigenous point of view, from a point of view of one who is very close to the earth and respect to the spiritual nature of all things like Native Americans, right? They don't look at land as something that can be owned, but we live in a society where you can buy and sell land. So in a societal point of view, buying and selling land it makes sense and it's something that exists and it's, it's processes and systems that support that idea but when somebody who you know doesn't believe in that concept and they don't move that way you know they're forced to they're forced to assimilate <laughs> to that ideology because it's like getting steamrolled it's like get down or lay down like i'm picturing beanie siegel in my head you know so it's just one of those things that I feel just like land or just like, you know, just like the medical system. When you really think about it, there are plants that can heal everything, everything. But for some reason, we use synthetic material to alter our brains, you know, like it's weird just to heal things that can be healed really through thought or through natural, you know, sources, natural remedies and, and things like, come on, like y'all know where I'm going with this. Y'all know where I'm going with this. So in a sense of mental health, 
I really do believe that people who, you know, quote unquote, suffer from different things, they're just highly, highly, highly attuned and adept individuals who live in a society that doesn't support spirituality. It doesn't even, it doesn't even like, it doesn't even acknowledge it. And if it wants to acknowledge it, then it has to be through a religious construct, which is weird because if you want to look at Jesus and how his mental structures went, Jesus was definitely, he falls under a lot of different mental health um, disorders. When you really think about it, if a psychologist sat Jesus down and said, talk to me, he would be considered all types of unstable mentally when you really think about it in a sense of just in a sense of what medical systems and whatever psychologists or whatever believe who diagnose people on the daily just because they're they're expressing their experiences through life and what they see and what they they deal with you know so for it to fit into a lens of a structure that keeps certain things flowing, like prescription drugs and the medical industry and all of that, like that's money. Like, so yeah, it's in whose best interest to call somebody, you know, to say somebody has a schizoaffective disorder when in reality they're somebody who can like, they're really sensitive to energy and can see things and hear things. But in a society that doesn't support spirituality, it doesn't even, it won't even compute. So it's like there's something wrong with you. But in other cultures, this person would be highly revered. They would be somebody that people would go to to find out information and, and, and to get that direct communication to, through the veil, through the ways that they can't communicate with spirit. So in a sense, I really compare it to like, you know, Clark Kent, before he even knew what was going on with his body, he looked at his superpowers as, as something wrong with him. He's seeing through walls and hearing loud noises and all of this stuff, when in reality, they were just senses of his that he had to hone. <laughs> they were things that he had to train into his body so he could learn how to move through it so he can become the hero that he is, you know? And I was just talking about this saying how Hollywood did a good job of like using CGI and special effects to make different things that are very real seem unreal. If you wanna watch Harry Potter, you're gonna feel like somebody who casts a spell, it has to be a bunch of light and, and, and you know, you got to see the energy, but no, we know energy exists. It's very physical. <laughs> you don't have to see it, but it exists. You can feel it. And only in like certain, certain uh, communities will, will understand where I'm coming from and they will validate this, but I'm not here to speak to those communities. I'm not here to get validation from people who already understand what I'm saying. I'm here to make people think who might be suffering just because they are victimizing themselves. And that's something that's very controversial in the sense of 
mental health. They say, oh, don't invalidate their experience. I'm not invalidating anyone's experience. I know that they are going through what they're going through. They're seeing what they're seeing. They're hearing what they're hearing. They're believing what they believe. In a sense of psychology, Jesus was very narcissistic. God complex, all types of things. Come on now. Come on. But we want to believe in a system <laughs> so crazy to me. And I use Jesus as an example just because it's all of the dogma that surrounds Jesus. But he is just an example of what each of us has the ability to step into, who we all are inside. So if we want to tap into our real power, then yeah, Jesus is the best example to look at. Just the, 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 the parable of him, not even him being a physical, historical, you know, person or whatever. We don't have to really take it to heart. It's just the, the idea of him in itself. So many people believe in Jesus as their God, Lord, Savior, all of these things. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to use him as an example. If you want to believe in this one thing, but you, and you want to believe in this thing, then you're going to have to say this in a sense of all the things that now exist versus what never existed back in that time. But yeah, I'm about to walk in the bookstore. I'll be right back. All right, so I'm back. I'm back. So yeah, what was I talking about? I was talking about, yeah. And that's just something that I, I really believe in. I really believe in. And when I say I don't victimize anyone, like that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that anyone isn't dealing with what they're dealing with. No, you are dealing with what you're dealing with. You are hearing things, you are seeing things, you are. But it doesn't mean something is wrong with you. And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean something is wrong with you. From societal standpoints, they're going to say yes. They're going to call it a disorder. They're going to say disorder just because you create disorder in its engine. It's like a cog in the system. Not a cog in the system. It's a, it's a virus to their, to their program. Somebody who can literally direct contact with spirit. Come on now direct contact with spirit to get directions to do things feel a certain way about themselves what what would you be able to complete if you had a a straight god complex and you believe that you're god walking on earth in the way that you live the wind is blowing crazy right now that's a confirmation from spirit pushing me it was pushing me forward from my back So, yeah, the only reason that I say this is a highly triggering topic for myself is just because if I were to go to a a psychiatrist or whatever and just like talk to them about everything that I believe and everything that I feel, there would probably be a number of medications they would prescribe. They would prescribe like all the medication to me. I was reading. uh, I was listening to. a thing on mental health that a, a, a friend of mine put me on to because she said, look, you're going to have to you have to know about these things. And even if she agrees with me or not, I'm glad that she gave me this playlist on YouTube because she said you can't just be out here speaking 
if you're not doing the research to back up, you have to know about these things. And it gives me a greater vantage point and it allowed, for me, it allows spirit to then communicate through me in a more refined way just because I now am opening myself to the information that is something that drives societal you know, systems. So it's just like, it's important to do research. It's important to know things. You can't just, even though inside I feel this way, which at the end of the day, it didn't change, like me doing the research didn't change how I feel about it, but it further strengthened it and gave me more of a, a, a strength and courage to even go about this thing because I'm like looking through all of these disorders and I probably got half of them. In that sense of what people want to call a disorder, but I don't call it a disorder, I call it a strength. I call it superpowers in, in, their, in their most uh, immature form. It's like the X-Men. <laughs> they were like killing people. They thought that they were crazy, half of them. Until they understood that, wow, I have, these are powers that I can use to help people, to save people. So it's how you use it. So you can either use it to protect people. You can either use it to harm people. You can use it to protect yourself. And you can use it to harm yourself. It's all about your perception and your perspective when it comes to what this thing is that you're going through, what your experience is. You can definitely look at it as if it's a disorder and you're going to be right. You're, you're completely right because that's how you feel about it. So that's how it affects your body. That's how it affects your life. It creates disorder in your life because you feel like you have to fit to a certain order that people external of yourself believe that you have to fit into. So, yeah, when you're looking at it from that standpoint, you're right. It's a disorder. There's something wrong with you because there's something right with society. But when you look at yourself as a universe, as the universe, as the only thing that exists and everybody else is just a direct reflection of who you are, then it's no disorders. You are right. You are completely in alignment with what the universe, what the earth needs from you. So yeah, I really, really feel strongly about this because there are people walking around who are highly powerful, who are highly powerful, but they don't see it as such. And they're getting drained by people who just suck money from them, from their life, from their, from their spiritual force, from their ability to change the world is being made dormant and other people are benefiting off of this thing, making money from you. You know, they're getting accredited by using you and your experiences to write their theses and write their books and, and, and do their research to get them up higher. Meanwhile, you're somewhere feeling like there's something wrong with you and you're just crazy out of your mind. And that's just what they'd rather you believe. <laughs> that's what they'd rather you believe.
that there's something wrong with you so they can manipulate that to benefit themselves. I will never walk into, honestly, I'm gonna be real transparent with you. Probably the reason why I feel this way, and this is literally how spirit works. The only reason I feel this way is because as a child or adolescent, my mom, she was like, look, there is something wrong with you. You need to go to the psychiatrist. She had me go to a psychiatrist. The man literally, he sat, he listened to me for an hour. And the only thing that he said at the end, he said, there's nothing wrong with you. You're gifted. He said, you're gifted. He said, you can see things and feel things that others can't. And that's just what it is. And honestly, I feel like that person was definitely, that was an angel in my life. Because he could have said, yes, there's something wrong with you and you need to take this medication and this, this, blah, blah, blah. And then for the rest of my life, I would be feeling like something was wrong with me. But from the horse's mouth, he said, you are gifted. There is nothing wrong with you. This is why you act in the way that you do. Because as an adolescent, I argued a lot with my parents because I can sense intention so clearly I did not follow what they were telling me to do because I'm like looking at the reasons why they're telling me to do it. And that's the thing that I didn't agree with. Now, yes, you can be, you can, you, as an adolescent, I don't know how to use this. Not in grace, compassion, and love. I don't understand it. I just feel like I'm being attacked because I'm sensing intention versus something that I'm being told what to do. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to wash the dishes just because you don't want to what am i a slave like these are things that i used to say or used to believe or used to feel and my mom would be like there's something wrong with you like really what are you what are you 555 on the bus change embrace it i'm ready for it so yeah like she's like something is wrong with you like in a sense of respect yes i could have had more respect that is something that I agree because you do have to treat people with love, compassion, even when you're treating yourself with love and compassion, even when you know something. That doesn't mean to treat others with disrespect. That doesn't mean to, to, to you know, like you don't have to speak to people wrong or anything. You don't even have to like come at nobody no type of way. You can know what you know and still move through life like in a way that doesn't like rub up against people's um uh against their 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 soft spots or whatever you don't have to like exploit somebody's soft spots you don't have to 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 hurt anyone and as a child no parent wants to hear their child talk to them in a certain way so i understand that completely but in a sense of there's something being wrong with me no there was nothing wrong with me there was just a sense of respect that I needed to learn to have. And in a society, that's the society that we need to live in, where people aren't invalidating experiences by saying that someone is like, oh, I'm not going to invalidate your experience, but something's wrong with you. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? I'm not going to invalidate your experience, but take this medication and you won't have that experience anymore. What do you mean? Why don't you just teach me how to use this thing? But they can't have that because in order for there to actually be order, they need people in line. So they want the ones who do have the most ability to create change in the world to be dormant, not tapped into their ability to create change in the world. 
or they want them to be used in a sense that will benefit them like artists all of our artists out here are like pimping their gifts for money there are people who have a direct communication with spirit and they use that through song and and poetry and writing movies and all of these things but you're pimping it for money you're doing it for money not for change not to evolve the world <laughs> but somebody wants to say there's something wrong with the one who wants to use their gifts in a way that just doesn't create order so they want to say those people have a disorder it makes so it makes so much sense yeah you got a disorder you have a disorder you create disorder <laughs> and that's the thing that's the thing so I'm not here to invalidate anyone's experience I'm not here to say that anyone you know you're wrong about how you feel about yourself no you're not wrong you're completely right about how you feel about everything but there's nothing wrong with you that's what I'm saying I'm the one that's coming to say there's nothing wrong with you you are completely fine and society will tell you that I'm giving the wrong advice by saying that people are actually strong and not weak. No, we want our weak people to feel like they're weak. Come on now, like really? My logic supports treating all human beings as equals. There are so many experiences in my life that support my opinion towards this. I wouldn't have been given these experiences if I wasn't meant to use them in some way, shape or form. For a small while, I was dating someone who turned out to quote unquote have a whole bunch of mental disorders. In the beginning of the relationship, she was just a very highly spiritual person. That's how I saw her. I didn't see her as somebody that was weak. I seen her as an artist. I seen her as a genius. Somebody who was in touch with her personal genie. <laughs> a genius. The art that she created was like, yo, like this is genius. You can actually like save the world. I see people and I'm like, you can save the world. Like that's literally how I see people. When I know that they have a certain spiritual strength to themselves, you can save the world. Wow. But her whole thing was like silent art, like art should be silent or whatever, like just understanding that, you know, art is art and it doesn't have to be like broadcasted in a way that it is. It's like we create art just to create it, you know, and it, while that's true, I feel like that is true, but there is a certain confidence that comes where when you tap into it then you're able to literally like you're able to literally save the world <laughs> when the world is made known about how you look and how you feel towards things then it shifts paradigms for people because they see the way that you see things and then it starts to resonate with what they feel inside their souls so they begin to unsubscribe from other ideas and subscribe to the ones that create strength in their spirit and we all have the ability to do that for the world as long as we have confidence in what we are being given 
what we're being gifted to use, not to just hold on to and just and to use for money, to trade for money. It's not about money. It's about intention, true intention to shift things, to shift perspectives and create change. And I feel like people who are looked at the people that society say have mental disorders, they're just highly spiritual people who you're not being validated for what you truly are. So yes, you're, you feel like something's wrong with you now because you're listening to everyone but yourself. You're listening to the people that want you to act a certain way. For them. <laughs> oh, there's something wrong with you because you believe in magic the fuck i'm literally listening to these things there's something wrong with you because you believe that magic exists what i can't make this stuff up there's something wrong with you because you can you can detach yourself from people at the at the drop of a dime like no if that person's energy is fucked up then i'm gonna detach myself from them that was the reason I detached from them, not for anything other than that. What my intuition is telling me, I need to get as far away from this person as possible, because in a spiritual sense, they are not helping my ascension. They are not helping my growth spiritually in a society that does not support spirituality. Then, yes, they're going to look at this thing as if there's something wrong. Why are you detaching yourself from people? That's your family. That's your friend of 10 years. If they secretly are praying for my downfall and my intuition is telling me this, I'm going to get as far away from this person as possible. Yes, mothers hate their daughters, but they won't say anything. The daughter can feel that. That's why the relationship is just there's it's disrupted because the daughter can feel that the mother hates them. <laughs> And they're not about to act like they don't feel what they feel. And the mother would rather them act like they don't feel what they feel. So, yes, there's gonna, they're going to say something's wrong with the daughter. She's acting a certain way. She has ODD or whatever. <laughs> they're going to, like, create something. And then put the daughter in a get put her on medication. When, meanwhile, the mother is, like, sitting here not dealing with her trauma and her wounds that her mom passed down to her or whatever. Nobody is really healing trauma. And I really believe in the ability to heal trauma with spirit, with just knowledge of self, of understanding who we actually are and what actually drives our bodies. The chakra system is the beginning of that. Understanding the chakra system is the beginning of that. It's the beginning of that. It'll heal everything. Literally, getting a crash course on the chakra system allowed me to... Honestly, it, wasn't, it was before I was introduced to the chakra system. Just being validated in my divinity allowed me to quit smoking cigarettes and black and milds at the drop of a hat. I used to drink beer and alcohol all the time. At the drop of a hat, I let it go. I used to smoke weed on the daily. At the drop of the hat, I let it go. Addictions can be healed just through 
spiritual processes and understandings that I am greater than what society wants me to believe. So this trauma or whatever that I feel I have in this way that I'm coping with that trauma is beneath me. So I'm going to rise to the occasion to release the things that are hurting me so I can then be of service to myself and through myself be of service to others. Come on, like these are, these are the things that heal us. These are the things that allow us to use our gifts, to use what's been given to us in a way that serves others, where we're not moving through society crazy as hell, looking like something's wrong with us. Yes, I'm walking back and forth. I'm next to the library. I'm talking into my headphones. Somebody might look at me and say, oh, that guy's just really angry at something. What is he talking about? But if you really sat here and listened, they would be listening to me just like you are. <laughs> I don't have a podcast studio to go to, so I'm using my phone. This is what it looks like. The energy in my house is fucked up, so I got to be outside where I'm close to the wind and close to trees and in sunlight. That's just what I need. Because I can't talk about the things that I have to talk about. I can't get a connection to, you know, spirit when I'm in the house where the energy is all messed up. I can't do that. I need to be where the energy is flowing. So it can flow through me. That's what I need in order to activate my crystalline power. I need sunlight to shine through me. <laughs> All of these things. This is why I kind of like stay away from the, the, the metaphysics of things. And I just speak from the heart about highly spiritual concepts. Somebody who has studied all these things will literally listen to my podcast and be like, he is not wrong. He's completely right about everything that he's saying. And this is what he's talking about. This is what he's talking about. This is what he's talking about right here in this book, this book, this book, this book. This is what this is called. This is what he's talking about. A quantum physicist or, or you know, whoever. Somebody that has a, a deeper connection to their galactic guardians and different things will be able to literally validate what I'm saying. And this I know to be true because it's coming from that place where everything comes from. And I can feel that in my spirit. I can feel that because I feel the words that I'm speaking come from my heart and not from an egoic place, not speaking from ego. There are a lot of things that, you know, for example, let's just use an example, PTSD, PTSD, right? PTSD can work for you or against you. Well, they're going to call it PTSD when it works against you. When a person isn't tapped into their ability of <laughs> clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, they're not tapped into their clairs. They don't understand, like, you can literally view these things, feel these things, relive these things. Your imagination is so potent, it takes you right back to the, your trauma. And you can see it and hear it. Oh yeah, it's real, it's real. I don't know if you guys heard that scream, but I did. I'm slaying demons out here. But yeah, so, PTSD, I'm going to get back on track. I've experienced PTSD. I got shot at. <laughs> I got shot at. Honestly, this is how I know I got angels. Oh, yeah. 
I can't make it up, but there's nothing. If people only knew the power that they had, if people only knew the power that they had, if people only knew the power that they had, if people only knew the power that they have, society would not cast them to the side and make them believe that something is wrong with them. There is nothing wrong with anyone. You either agree with your soul or you agree with somebody else's narrative. When you listen to your soul, you can move through this world and fly. When you listen to somebody else's narrative, there's something people are gonna feel like, you're gonna feel like something is wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with anyone. This is why we get knocked off track this is why we get knocked out of alignment. We take people's medication and ruin our, and our natural brain processes and things, which further changes our DNA. To the woman that's screaming, you're more sane than the rest of us because you actually are doing something about the dissent that you feel inside your heart and your body and your spirit. The rest of us are holding on to it, keeping it deep inside of us. We want to scream. We want to, but we don't have enough courage to. We want to, but we don't have enough courage to. So there's nothing wrong with that woman. I know you guys heard her. There's nothing wrong with her. She is just unplugged from society to the point where she don't give a fuck. You can feel everything. You feel the energy. You know that there is something wrong. There is something to scream about. The rest of us hold it deep inside because we have to go to work. We have to make sure that we don't get locked up somewhere. When you don't give a fuck, and excuse my French, but when you don't care, you're gonna do, you're gonna express yourself in the way that aligns with who you are and what, what is true. There is something wrong. Everyone wants to scream. Nobody has enough courage to. They would look at that lady and say, there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with her. One, she doesn't care. Two, <laughs> the society that we live in does not validate her experience, her true essence of who she probably had the ability to be if she were to have that, that confidence in self. And that's all it takes. When we victimize ourselves. a lot of times we agree subconsciously to the way that the rest of the world sees us. So we feel like something is wrong with us. So we start to move like something is wrong with us. When we can know that we have power inside of us, the things that are really driving us and communicating with us, telling us what to do, we listen to it and then do it with finesse in a way that somebody can't call you crazy. Steve Jobs, crazy as fuck. Kanye West, crazy. 
Come on now. I can keep going. All these people. All these people. Direct communication with the divine. You got to figure out how to use it in a way where society won't cast you aside. And that's what it is. Me, I really don't care. So I'm going to talk about the things the way that I talk about them because I feel like a person like me needs to exist. I'm going to go directly to the source. I don't care. I don't care about what somebody says about me. At the end of the day, I've read so many books to the point where I can articulate myself in a way where somebody will listen and be like, well, he's not wrong because I know how to use analogies and I know how to connect the different things to make my point clear and easy to understand. If I didn't have an ability to sharpen my mental pencil, then yes, I would probably sound completely out of my mind. But I understand society to an extent exists. The world that we live in exists, so it matters. I can't cast that aside and just say, I don't want to fit into society. No, I actually want to live a beautiful life. I want all the things that I want out of life and I'm going to get it. But I can only get it through being who I am. I can't get it by doing it anybody else's way. I have to do it by following my heart, following my spirit. I can't do it any other way. I have to do it this way. There's a lot more that I want to speak about on this topic, but it's just like, ah, I'll be speaking for hours. I don't know how long I've been talking so far. Almost an hour. I know y'all can hear the, 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 y'all can hear it in my heart. There's a lot more that I got to say. There's a lot more that I want to say. Back to PTSD. Let me just finish that thought because that's what I was talking about. And I got, you know, sidetracked. The lady was screaming. PTSD. I was in a position where I got shot at in an enclosed space. I was in my car. And my car got sprayed <laughs> by an automatic pistol. Cannot make this up. My friend was in the car. He got shot. Actually, bullets from both sides of the car. There was somebody who had, what, I don't know. It was probably like a, a, a 22 on one side of the car, and there was another guy who had the automatic pistol on the other side. They're shooting my car the fuck up. They're just shooting my car up. I'm not gonna get into the details. I did not one bullet hit me. My friend got shot in the arm though. It went straight through. Didn't break any bones or nothing. He's healed now, he's good. So glad he's good, that's spirit. But this situation where I could have died, where I should have died, I look at where the bullet holes are in my car and they're right where my head is. Like I should have gotten shot in the head. Dealing with this situation, PTSD kicks in, quote unquote, and I'm reliving that situation. I'm waking up to the sound of a gunshot because it sounds like I hear it. It wakes me out of my sleep. I could have gave into that fear and let it like run me. In a sense, I was dealing with it. Yes, there was a lot of fear attached to it. When you, when you give in to fear, then yes, things can run you. When you rise above that emotion of fear 
and you face these things head on, then it turns into something else. So dealing with PTSD from a place of fear, then yes, we'll call it PTSD because that's all I feel is fear. When I turn it into something else, I understand, okay, the way my brain works, I, my imagination is so vivid and so potent. I'm going to see these things. I'm going to hear these things. I'm tapped into that part of my brain that's replaying this thing because fear. Once I release the fear, that thing dissolves out of my experience. I'm not dealing with that anymore. It's not replaying in my head anymore. But understanding that I do have the ability to see, hear, and feel all over again just from using my mental processes. When my mind is working against me, we'll call it PTSD. When my mind is working for me, I'm gonna call it clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience. I can tap into these things and use them in other ways. When it was working on autopilot and I couldn't control it because my fears were the things that were activating these clairs, then yeah, it, manifests as PTSD, quote-unquote. When I rise, I heal, and I understand that I'm much more than just human. They turn into something else. <laughs> and what it turns into is beautiful. I will say again, the theory that is beautiful is the closest to the truth. A theory that is beautiful is closest to the truth. We can look at things from so many different angles, but the, the angle where beauty exists, why not let that be the truth? Why does it have to be hell? Why can't it be paradise? And that's just one example that I want to give. So, yes, I'm not saying that nobody's not going through what they're going through or dealing with what they're dealing with. I'm saying just look at it from another angle and look at yourself as something that's more than what society tries to say that you are. Look at yourself as something that's stronger than what society tries to say that you are. Look at yourself as something that has power and not weakness and allow your, your, your imagination, allow yourself to transmute these things from one thing to another, something that is more beautiful, something that, that makes you stronger. Just try it out. You've done it the other way for, the, for your whole life. Why not try this out for a month, for a week, for a day? Try it this way. Validate strength. Remove the victim mentality. Just remove it for a day. Just try it out. See how you feel. Yes, it will amplify these things. So a lot of people are afraid of what they feel because now there are so many things that you have to do because of what you see. Then it's like, oh, my God, I'm not ready to do that. Because if I'm if, if I'm to if I'm if I'm to accept that, then it means that I'll have to do this. Or that means that this is true. And that means that this person is really seeing me this way or this person would rather me be this way. Or I'll have to disconnect from this and that and do this and do that. This job, this, this place, this relationship, I have to release it. People are afraid of doing these things. This is why, these are the reasons why we hold on to, to beliefs that, that validate self-doubt and validate, you know, all the things that break us down instead of build us up. 
because it's attached to all the other ways that you're going to have to rise the fuck up. And people aren't ready to do that. When you're ready to do that, come talk to me. And that's all I got to say about that. People are stronger than what they, what, people are strong. I don't, I don't believe anything other than that. People are strong. People are gifted. People have power. People are miracles. You're not just something mundane and normal. Nobody is normal. Nobody is normal. <laughs> what the fuck is normal? Why? Why choose normal? What the, what, why? That's crazy to me. That right there is something that just doesn't compute for me. It doesn't. And that's why I know it's meant for me to move through the world the way that I move through because I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up against these systems and these ideas the way that I see it. And that's just how it is. I'm ready. I'm locked loaded because I can talk. I can speak. I can shoot from the hip straight from my mind. I'm that powerful. And I'm not ready to, 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 I've strengthened the things, the weaknesses in myself that would have me believing self-limiting beliefs. That's done. It's limitless over here. That's why this topic, even though it's highly controversial, I just explained it the way that I did. Take it or leave it. If you want to leave it, come at me. I don't care. Please, actually, please, please, please use that anger. Do something with that anger. I want you to. I, I actually want you to. To use your, your throat chakra and voc vocalize what you feel in an open forum. Please. <laughs> please. All that is is what? Free publicity. I don't care because I don't care about how anybody feels. I know that this is my truth. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm not afraid to. And if you secretly believe anything and you're not willing to openly vocalize it or bring it to a forum where we can both speak about this thing, then yeah, come on. Just understand that who I am and where I live, I'm in a spiritual space. I do not subscribe to that shit. I don't believe it. You can just label me with all the all the different mental disorders that you want to and then go back and listen to this podcast episode and you'll see what i think about that peace love and i see source in you i'm out